You're listening to But, but First, a Big Brother podcast hosted by superfans Nick, Press, and Jill. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. Yay, Happy New Year. Um, you know, I just feel like since we've all been quarantining and living that post Big Brother life, we had to do another pod just to catch everybody up with what we're doing in our lives and maybe even some recent Big Brother news. Yeah, we just we talked a lot on our text thread, I feel like, just with yeah, stuff we're watching, chatter about the season, chatter about anything. And so we thought, why not gift the listeners with a holiday <laughs> New Year pod? That's what everyone's been wishing for this year. Yep. This is what you get when we do a full season. You also get episodes you don't want to listen to. <laughs> I think this will be a welcome update, especially if there's so much, I mean, there's some BB updates for us at least. Yeah. And you know, there's other fun stuff we want to share with the listeners. Yes. And I've been watching, all I've been doing is watching content. So I mean, lots to talk about. Oh yeah. my God. Literally. It's every, it's everywhere. I don't even consider it TV or movies anymore. It's just content. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, is it funny how it's really hard to sit through a movie? And yeah, it's not I, hard to sit through five episodes of a show back to I'll back. I'll tell you, it's extremely hard to sit through a movie when that film is called Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I haven't watched. No, I agree. Like, I would rather watch eight episodes of a miniseries or a show yeah. than a two-hour movie. Yeah, I, agree. I haven't watched I swear Wonder Woman is one of like three movies I've watched all <laughs> quarantine I'm gonna I think I'm gonna watch Soul though I did hear it was oh I watched it I watched Soul it was good like it uh, it's really it's a sweet of course it's Pixar it's good I I liked it a lot John didn't like it as much as me but I think he would I think we've gotten so used to with with Pixar, especially like that you're just gonna cry like the whole time or cry yeah. a lot more. And this one, like I did cry, of course, but I didn't cry until the end. Whereas with like an inside out or a cocoa or something, it's like a cry all the time mm. fest. And I think I just thought like for a Pixar movie that comes out in the year 2020, that I can watch from home, like not even be embarrassed to like be <laughs> sobbing in a theater. Like I thought I would be crying a lot more and I wasn't, but it doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I just, I think I was expecting it to be like more emotional. Even. Mm. Speaking of, you mentioned one of my least favorite movies of all time, Inside Out. Oh really? You hate that yeah. one? It's what, what's to hate about Inside Out? Oh my God, it's so bad. Oh gosh. What? I would not say it's so bad. So I would rather watch like, one cars then inside oh my god okay guys we need to focus on 2020 not this <laughs> okay so here's some big brother updates that i'm sure everybody knows but i still am like shooketh that christmas and memphis are dating i <sighs> i was shook uh, also, I, uh yeah. I thought she was married no no he he had a girlfriend for sure she had a boyfriend, though. Not they, the yeah, one. they both had significant others. Oh, okay. Okay. So I think he. I thought he had a wife, but maybe not, and maybe he's been separated for a while because he really did only ever talk about his kid. Yeah, and what's the kid's name? River. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder if River and Loyal have had a play date. Oh, I'm sure. 
Loyal River. It's like the spinoff to my show that we'll talk about later. (laughs) Wait, has anyone seen if they have been spending like the holidays together? I'm going to check their Instagrams. Oh, I can't look at them. I actually, I will say this. I liked Christmas when she came out of the house and she did this really great Instagram update. I haven't listened. I don't even know she dropped her pod, but I did like that. She was like, Hey guys, you know, I'm really competitive. And sometimes that comes off a certain way. And like, she's like, but I own that. And I'm also willing to listen. I'm also, you know, going to check out this, this, and this, like, I actually liked her more being upfront than she was in the house. I think I was so over it by the time that she came and she said that stuff. I was just like, I, yeah. Like, I was like, you need to just go away for a while. They're definitely together today. They are at some sort of dining establishment. Not sure indoor or outdoor. I cannot tell. Um, So, yeah, they are still happy and in love. Oh, wow. They were in Disney December 17th. (gasps) Are they Floridians? Yeah, are they? Yeah, they're in Florida. I don't know if that's where Christmas lived. Didn't she live in like Kentucky or something? But oh yeah, from Tampa. No, Tampa. They did a mornings with Memphis from Tampa. Oh, oh well, he lives in Florida. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Nick, give us the Florida update. Um, I was in Florida for six weeks, as I'm sure everybody knows. Um, and <laughs> let me tell you some pros and cons about Florida. Um, one. Pro is it's very easy to find on a map. You always know where Florida is. <laughs> and the other thing too, like it's easy to like go left to right in Florida, like east to west. Like oh, it's like New Jersey and Delaware. Like it's very thin. Um yeah. it's definitely long like California, where you know, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna go from here to here, and it takes like two hours to drive. Some cons is that COVID doesn't exist there, according to the people. So where I was for the majority, there were signs that said like, no mask required. And like, you would oh certainly my. get eyed oh if you were wearing a mask. But, you know, like, I mean, whatever. Things were open. You could do whatever you wanted. Like, I was, of course, my own careful self. But it was nice to have a little bit convenience of like, oh, okay, this store's open. Like, I can go. But and I will say this too, like the beaches are beautiful in Florida, uh, mm-hmm. and I was very surprised. So I will say this: Have you Florida, never been to Florida? I've I've only been to like Disney World. Oh, when I was a kid, I'm notoriously yeah, beaches in Florida are, are really nice. Yeah, they are. You know, I was like when I was in California, I was like, all right, I can wear my mask. Like I'm just going to Ralph's. Blah blah blah. It is very annoying to travel and be in an airport and fly. Mm-hmm six hours on an airplane and have to wear a mask. Like it's certainly like, I just like my mouth feels weird. Like I was itchy. Like I'm not like, I'm not like, I'm never going to wear a mask, but like it was a very different experience to have to have it on for like nine hours instead of like running to the store. Well, doing your part. I mean, that matters. Yeah. You have to do it, but you don't have to like it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, I wasn't flying for the holidays or anything. I was gone for an extended leave. um, And I, you know, was doing all tests. I had like four tests and everything. Um, So, you know, I was of course being cautious and where I was staying, I was on an Island that, had like basically no cases to begin with. So I felt very safe. Yeah. Then you came back to LA, which is the most unsafe place you can be. I know you guys ground zero. (laughs) We're all in ground zero. 
And now they're like, we've got the UK strain. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about better things. So we were talking okay. about Memphis and Christmas, which were all whatever. I mean, if we're happy together, great. Speaking of COVID and upheavals, Nicole Franzel's wedding has been postponed because of COVID. Again. Damn COVID. So do we know when it was postponed to? OK Magazine has the scoop from a month ago or whatever. Um, More than a month ago, almost two months ago now. They said, oh, man, Big Brother alums Nicole Franzel and Victor Arroyo have announced their decision to postpone their wedding until 2021 due to the coronavirus pandemic. So just one week earlier, she had teased her wedding on Instagram saying only one month till I marry this hunk on no- Monday, November 9th. But on the 12th, they, um, on the 12th of November, they decided to postpone until May, 2021. Okay. I mean, um, it's really going to be different by then, but sure. Have fun. <laughs> just save the money and buy a house. Yeah. I think, so. I think the problem is a lot of these um, places, like they're allowing you to shift your date as much as needed due to coronavirus, but they're not giving you deposits oh, back. So like, if you don't want to lose out on that money, you're kind of like, I guess I'm, I'll still have this wedding. Like they're still being oh, like, because they have to. Yeah. I would, if I could get my money back, I would pull it. I wouldn't have a wedding and I would invest that money into Airbnb stock. Listen, baby, the stock to watch right now is Air. The NB. I mean, it opened at such an insane price. I, mean, I know, I know. And, you know, the, she's doing great despite the pandemic. And I think it can only go up from here. You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah, Nick, you should be your financial advisor, everyone. Front number. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, Nicole Franzel's wedding is on the move. So, you know, what's really interesting is over the past season, Julie was giving us all those like really religious like send offs or, of course, bonding with Devon over loving Jesus. And now she has gone full tilt into <laughs> Jesus. She has a, an entire separate Instagram account yep. that, I, that I did follow for research purposes. My God. And they post multiple times a day and and there's themes for every day like true love thursday and um meditation monday or something monday and thankful thursday thankful tuesday and giving it's like oh my god and every post is a video of either julie without makeup she's like trying to make a point by not wearing makeup (laughs) or like one of the other pastors in this church they've started how who do you um, runs the account. Like, I, it's all of them. It's all of them. Oh, who's all of uh, who? Yeah, what does that mean? Oh, well, there's okay. Is so, it Devon and No, no, no. So from what I can tell, there's like three or four. I'm going to call them elders. Um, so we have Julie as one of them. Then um, let's see, who else do we have? Uh, they don't I, really. Even, I they thought don't it was think, Julie. What? I thought it was just Julie. No. Oh. There's okay, ready? Yeah. There's Pastor Lee. Oh my god. There's Julie Chen Moonves. There's Walt Macborski. Macaborski. Um and Pastor Lee has a wait. What's the handle? Shout out the handle. Oh. <laughs> All right. So on Instagram, it's have faith family. Oh. And it doesn't even say Chen in there or anything. No, 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 because it's not, she's not. You know, it's not her, it's this collective. And the bio is this. 
Join our faith family for weekly sermons and daily and daily spiritual inspirations and conversation. So oh. let me play you like a little expert. This is excerpt. This is from Julie. Um, six, uh, you know, a week before Christmas. Hi everyone. It is Word of God Wednesday. The Word of God, <laughs> Pastor Lee Body preached from this past Sunday, was from the Book of John, chapter fifteen. And verse number five was a powerful statement from Christ. He's All right, so you get it, right? In this video, Julie is standing at the beach, the ocean behind her, and she's got these big aviator glasses on. Um, she, oh, in, in a video from two days ago, she's wearing two crosses. Where, who's this like beautiful woman with the white hair? That's past the pastor's wife, I believe. Okay, she's like, like storm vibe, X Men yeah. storm vibes. Like, yeah. I'm really into her. She's gorgeous. Unless I gotta find who this is because, um, hi everyone, it's Forgiveness Friday. It's just here's the thing, all right, you know, do whatever you want to do. It's just very interesting that like this came out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, did it? <laughs> I mean, to me, I mean, for us, it did. I mean, yeah. I literally like was like googling like Julie Chen Christianity slash <laughs> Catholic to be like, wait a second. This well, maybe out. after the I think it was after the yeah terminal that but... found God after the lesson. yeah oh absolutely. <laughs> I So the woman, the woman with the beautiful white hair, her name is Danita. And whenever they do zooms, she's with Pastor Lee. So uh, I'm assuming uh, her. Okay. I really thought this was like Julie's side hustle. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I didn't realize there were elders. Yeah. I um, did. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, and she okay. did a giveaway. This is so funny. On her Instagram to get more followers oh, yeah. over the Have Faith family, she did a giveaway and it was like, follow my new account and I'll and and leave a comment and you'll be entered to win some like big brother swag. And it was like a key and like a cozy. But and then she did a video which was so funny where she was to get more like BB fans, she did like it was an apology to Marissa from uh, Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother, you know, from Hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my apology is to Marissa. Marissa, I'm sorry I said that you made a mistake by bringing Ross to the finale because what? I thought you would lose against him. And for that, I'm sorry. Oh my God. And Why it's like, is. Like, that's not, like, well, that's your apology? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, oh, did you, like, insult her? But Yeah, so Julie is, you know, praying the COVID away and <laughs> have, have faith family. Wow. You know, I'm glad she found something in this time. You we know, all need something. We all need something. It's right. You know, while luckily she has um, a gajillion dollars to also hang out with. I'm sure she's living in Memphis <laughs> somewhere. Well, Julie has Jesus, and then we have the challenge. The challenge. <laughs> Double the best thing to happen to me in so long. I got to say, this season of the challenge, which is my first, <laughs> first in like 13 years. Like you, of all people, to start this challenge conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what I wanted to say, well, uh, this, is, this is pertinent. Okay. So, okay. 
as all the listeners know, I haven't watched the challenge since like literally like the gauntlet five. And I used to work at the company that made the challenge. And so like, to me, the challenge is Tanya and like Johnny Bananas and Coral and Julie trying to kill Veronica. Like that, to me, like that's what the challenge is. And, oh my God, when Julie tries to I know. <laughs> and so, oh my God, sorry. Or like, uh. if you really want, like to me, even like the super challenge is like Piggy and oh, Amaya saying she and Amaya saying she can't bob for pig feet because she's oh, Jewish. Oh, good for her. So, um, so I obviously took a big break, and I'm gotta say the production value on the challenge this season is insane. Yeah, it's like, every season, honestly. Oh my god! And they have like competitors that are like Olympic athletes. Yeah, like, it's yeah. insane. So Nick, I'm a little dis- I mean, I guess where I can catch the listeners up to what I did for I don't know the the month, the month or so after we wrapped. Uh, but first. Um, or the last season of Big Brother. Um, I am a little disappointed that Nick didn't join me on this binge, but on CBS All Access, which I was paying for the ad-free version for a while, <laughs> although no longer, I watched every season of the challenge that they made available on there, Yeah, which was not all of them, but went back to about season 12, which you're like, oh my God, season 12, that can't be that long ago no it was a long time ago it was like over 15 years ago um and there's a smack like a few seasons were missing but for the most part i watched from season 12 to season like 34 in like a month yeah um in like a month or so maybe a little more and oh including that doesn't include the champs versus stars season that i also watched um and like and let me just say, I have seen all of these seasons before. I watched them. I think that the second and third Champs versus Stars I hadn't seen, but everything else I had seen before. So there was no reason I had to rewatch or watch right. it again. It wasn't like Nick who could have you know benefited from this. Well, so uh, if you don't have CBS All Access, Netflix, our Lord and Savior, has put up two old seasons. They have The Inferno Two and The Duel. So, so I, watched, I actually watched them over Christmas break. I watched um, both. And it's so fun because it's like uh, the Inferno 2 has Julie. It has Veronica. It has Beth. Um, yeah. And then the duel um, is it's really interesting because like it's Fresh Meats first season being oh. back. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like awesome to see DM and it's DM oh. and CT's first time meeting Um, and her second season yeah it's her second season and it's real world um key west's first season oh and johnny bananas goes home first yes oh my god no way yeah oh yeah leave it he was and he was sent home by his castmate tyler tyler oh tyler Yeah. So it's, it's interesting because I did that binge. It was like, I was able to see like when the challenge truly changed to what we see today. So it was really like kind of funny to watch that. And it it happened a little bit with like the fresh meat. Then it happened a little more with bringing in, are you the one and all that. And then it was like, it really just like when they started bringing in all the people from outside of the MTV shows or like outside of the, like not, American shows, that's when I'm like, okay. Oh my God. I don't recognize anybody except for like 
Darrell. Like, Nick, I, like when this season started, Nick knew like absolutely nobody. I literally know CT. Anissa. I know CT yeah. and Anissa. And like, I'm like, thank God, because they're like my like anchors. They're like the totems from, um, what's that movie? Inception. Because they're the only way I know like where I am right now. Because I'm like. Oh, and the Big Brother people. Well, yeah, I know them. But like, there's all these people who've been playing for like nine seasons. Like Nani. Yeah. And like this. You don't know Nani? No. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know but the people who are on the real world, I would expect you to know. Like, you no, watch I haven't real watched world. the real world since Real World Twenty One. Like, mm. I am, am just, I just have not watched it. And so, Nani was on the real world. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, no, never. Like, ne- I don't know her. I'm sorry to this man. Um, She's but, a great television character. She always and there's like all these British people. Like yeah, the show yeah. is truly global. They're all from like Geordie Shore or no, like, there's that like British man who's like blonde, bleach blonde and Kyle? evil. Is it Kyle? I don't know. I don't know their names. Oh God. Well, <laughs> I think the challenge is better than ever. I think it's the best show on television. They never cease to amaze their production value, the challenges they come up with, everything. I wish there was a little bit more like partying and hooking up this season, but I understand that's like hard because they had to like basically build their own bar because of COVID. So they're not exactly like going out on the town. And it is really now much more of an athletic competition than it Mm -hmm. used to be in the past. Um, That's what's interesting to me, Praz. I don't know if you think this, but like, okay, because so they slowly started integrating all these big brother players over the last few years. This is really the first season where I feel like it's like, okay, there's a good chunk of us. We are a strong big brother alliance and they're really Mm -hmm. calling that out. Like they're not just saying, oh, let me like get in good with Darrell and CT. Like they are trying to do their own thing. Oh, I wanted to note something because it's like, yeah, now these Big Brother players are coming off as like, one, that they're like kind of like masterminds, which I'm like, "Mm, none of these like people that are in the house were particularly masterful, in my opinion, in the game of BB. Like, they're probably good at competitions, but they're not good at that. But whatever, for whatever reason, they're being painted as like these liars, backstabbers, and like social players and all that. And Fessy in... Episode one said, we're not playing checkers, we're playing chess, like the big brother players. Which yeah. he that was Jackson's quote of his season. Like he said yeah. that in every episode. And I was like, yeah. I watched a big brother. And I mean, not that Jackson came up with that quote either, yeah. but like he's always like, It's time to play chess, not checkers. Like that was his thing all season. And then Fessy just like stole it as his sound. I was like, No, get out of here. Like, and you're not playing chess. Fessy looks great. It's funny that like, they're like, oh, like everybody that hasn't played Big Brother and is like playing with them. They're like, oh, the Big Brother people are just going to tell you what you want to hear and then do whatever they want. That's how they play. So it is it is interesting. Um, I do love how they try to get they put up CT and Wes in the first (laughs) duel. And then they're like, surprise, it's a it's a female competition. That was totally just like a last minute call to save them, I'm sure. I hope so. I mean, like, if they're not doing a little bit of that, it's disappointing because it's like, 
they have the power to, to, to do that. And sometimes you wish they would like, we, like we saw with big brother this past season, we wished they would have interfered yeah. a little bit more, <laughs> pulled a little bit of those tricks. I love the twist and they've been doing this for the last couple seasons, but I love the twist of having, you have to earn a skull to be yeah. able to run the final because I hate the people who never go into eliminate. I hate that people don't go into eliminations um, and just get through to the, to the end without doing anything. Can you what this what a skull is it's just like a sticker it's like nothing it's not only it just you earn a skull by like basically bashing someone else's skull in (laughs) in the skulls before yeah this is like the maybe third season they're doing it second or third yeah so like in the last one it was like you had to earn that red skull or whatever to get into the to be eligible for the final and um, but on your helmet, they would have all the other skulls that you had represented how many people you had taken out in previous seasons. So like Anissa had like nine skulls because she wow. was really good at elimination. Like it was kind of cool in that way because it was like it's it's that whole like earn your stripes. Although it's like earn your skulls. Like you yeah. you it, weren't able to, you couldn't like call say that like someone had just floated by yeah. when you were able to see how many skulls they had. It's a really, really, really good production um, addition, I suppose. And what was I going to say about? Oh, and Fessy just seemed like the biggest pussy the other week when he yes. didn't go get yes. him. He would have beaten whoever, whatever, like AG2, the easiest one ever. What a weenie. Like, yeah. and that, I love that they called him out because I they were like, we knew this was a physical one. Yeah. Like, I think whatever the first one was, like, sure, maybe you're like, oh, I don't know. And it, whatever ended up being a female elimination anyway. But like, you knew, I don't know. I just, and I mean, the same, I guess the same goes for Anise, although I guess by the second one, they knew it was a going to be a guy's elimination. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird when they start to be able to like anticipate everything. And that's when I like when TJ's like, expect the unexpected although he doesn't say that but like he pulls his jewelry moves um so like a couple seasons ago nick tj tricked kind of tricked them where like and this speaks to something that we talked about in but first with big brother um that he was lying to them about how much the prize money was like a few seasons ago and it was actually like a million dollars and they all thought they were playing for like their share of three hundred thousand or whatever but really they were paying it still wasn't a million dollars, but they were playing for their share of a million dollars, which uh-huh. is always like the funniest way they phrase it. But Jill, you were saying like prize money for a reality TV like doesn't increase, but I definitely it's definitely increased for the challenge. Yeah, yeah. it definitely has. You're right about that. But a lot of like, times it's like yeah for a team or like I don't know, but it has it has for sure. Yeah, and then there's like this one girl. She on, is Ashley on this season? Yeah, yeah, first. Yeah, Nick. There's this one girl. You'll have to like go back and watch this season. She's so she's so cutthroat. She got to the end with her partner, and like Johnny Bananas did the same thing to Sarah um, from Brooklyn, like one season where they got to the end, and then he was technically the winner, but they got there together, and there's like you can decide whether to share the money or or take it all. Or took it all. Yeah. And she did the same thing to her partner, who was her ex boyfriend. And she took a million dollars. Like yeah. She got the full million dollars and he got nothing. Amazing. You go, yeah, girl. Oh, it was so no. And it was like most was- because he had like slut shamed her half the season. And she was like, F yeah. you. Like, I'm not going to stand for She's that. She's truly awful, though. I tried to go back and watch her season of Real World. She gets like kicked out immediately. She's on the Corey season. And she says a lot of like really awful things. 
<laughs> Oh, she's a terrible person, but I mean, maybe she's, I like her on the challenge, but like when I was watching her season on, or her a couple episodes of The Real World, I was like cringing. I was like, oh, it's I really like hard to watch those later seasons. I like the young lady who wanted to be with CP and he said no. So then she pulled, she did a coup. Oh, you like Pam, yeah. He's really smart and really good. I like her. I, I, I'm like conflicted with Cam because I just watched all of her seasons like back to back to back. Um, I, I like her. I mean, she's a really good competitor and she's really, she was really strong her first season too. So, I, I mean, I think she makes good TV. I don't know how I feel like, feel about her and Leroy being together after Yeah, all this time. yeah. I Oh, mean, I love that. such a, it was such a roller coaster though. She like, you don't remember they had hooked up and then he liked her and she didn't like him back and she was fooling around with another guy in front of him, in front of his face. I think I was still mad at her about that. It's just like, oh. You're playing games with his heart. I do think they're a very cute couple. I don't know. We definitely recommend the challenge. Like, it's just a great show. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to see Bessie, Casey, who else? Uh, there's some Survivor people, Natalie Yeah, and Natalie. uh, Jay. Natalie from Survivor. Yeah, Natalie's so Yep. good. And Jay. Jay was really good his last, or the last season of Challenge, too. Yeah. Like, he, he took CT out in an elimination Oh, oh, game. you know who we're forgetting. Who are we forgetting? Josh. Josh, Oh, of course. winner of Big Brother. John doesn't watch the challenge and he actually hates that I watch the challenge and he like, he's constantly like, I don't understand how you watch the show. It's just people that sound like angry with rock music all like, it's probably because I watched 24 seasons back to back or whatever. And he was like, oh, it's just in not relaxing at all i don't care how you watch the show anyway he'll be like in the other room and he's like oh i hear josh like the worst out of all of this is the fact now that challenge members are going to start saying let's go oh they do it's so annoying you know what's interesting that i discovered so you know how we're always being like we miss old school players we miss old yeah school players well derek from the old school challenge who was on road rules is yeah actually doing a whole movement called like we want old school or something like that and he is like oh netflix heard our call and put old school challenge up and all that stuff and like he has a podcast and he like interviewed like the miz and, and coral and everything um so i just think that it's interesting that there's these people who used to be you know big are also being like hey wait we want to play too bring back Um, old school yeah, Mark, do you remember Mark Long? yes He's like a major, like he campaigns for that constantly. TJ brought it up on a podcast he was on. Like Mark talks about it all the time. It makes me laugh like that though. Um, Derek thinks that Netflix heard somebody's call. It's like a business deal with Viacom. I know, I know, I know. It, it was more so like <laughs> I love in Derek. the copy. I don't think he really. No, I know, I know, I know. It's just so funny. Derek, like when I was doing my massive binge, totally forgot that before DM and CT were together, that DM and Derek hooked up and they were partners. Interesting. Yeah. And Uh, do you guys know what DM's real name is? no. Oh, It's Danielle Michelle. So it's like DM and then it my was God. DM. I had no idea. One of my favorite challengers um, is Abram. Oh, he's insane. Oh. Oh, And my I have to say, he has not aged well at No, all. he hasn't. He hasn't. Once Caramel. He went a little, yeah, he went a little crazy. yes oh he's insane but like he was 
gorgeous, you know, blonde hair, yeah. blue eyes. Yeah. And he also had like, he had like branding, like he got branded his skin. That was like, like a scratch of like a tiger scratch. Yes, but now he's like covered in tattoos and on his face. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the Cara Maria effect. Because look, like Polly has like weirdo piercings now and like. What effect do you call it? I called it the Cara Maria effect. Who's that? Oh, oh my god. god. I can't. Oh my god. He's not on the season, which is Let's, really like this weird. is gonna be too long. I know. Nick, you gotta go back and watch. Uh, All right. Just listen, get listen, listen listeners, if you want me to go back and watch the challenge, just tweet me at Nick Walsh or slide into my DMs on Instagram at Nick Walsh. And I will Car Maria was Car Maria was fresh meat, and I believe she's fresh meat. Two? She I was fresh meat too. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, um, and yeah, she dated Abram and now she's with Polly. So she was on the finale, Nick, like when they showed uh Cody's family on the screen mm-hmm. of Big Brother when Cody was in the final two with Enzo. Oh her like, yes. Is she still dating Cody? No, Polly. Polly, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like pretty serious, I think. So there's also tons of other things we've been watching, and in fact, um, I'll get to it later. There have been some things I've watched that are inspiring my strategy when I'm finally in the Big Brother house on BB23. Ooh! I'll get to that at the end of the pod, in case some of you people were thinking you could just skip through. <laughs> okay, so have you guys heard of this show called Emily in Paris? Nick, everybody heard of this show. <laughs> Okay. I was so, like way behind everyone watching it, but I did. I did. I watched it before. I remember Jill, you were telling yeah. me about it, and you were like, "You're gonna hate it. It's about like a social media girl." Blah 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 blah. And then my mom was like, "Have you heard of the show Emily in Paris?" And then she, she was like, "She's an influencer. Do you know what those are?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Oh my god. And she's like, "I just love Emily. She's so positive." Blah blah blah. So I was like, "All right, for my mom, I'll watch the show." I'm obsessed. I love it. I haven't finished it because I'm like savoring it, but like you, I, uh, you haven't finished what? it. No, I can't. Oh I, I don't want it I to end. It one day or whatever. I don't. Days. I watched. I watched like six or eight episodes, but like I oh, love it. I love the end. I love how positive she is. I love how everything works out for her. I love that she has really fun ideas. Uh, <laughs> it's just so interesting. I also like. Um, the guy that she kissed, his girlfriend. I love her accent. Um, I like the I love the way the boss walks like a poodle. Oh my god, it's good. If you guys haven't seen it, you gotta watch it. You guys, you guys know that me and Lily Collins are no strangers to feuding, but I have to say that you know I've put that all aside, and I really like her in this. <laughs> when did you meet with Lily Collins? When she was in the Nutcracker. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> you guys know. I I thought the show was fine. I'll leave it at that. But I do love Camille. Camille? Camille. We love Ashley Park. I love Darren Starr for being like, oh, well, we we casted a Broadway star. Guess we should have her sing. And then it's she just so ran right. I famously saw Ashley in Mean Girls, the musical, uh, which I would not recommend, but she was the best. <laughs> um, actually, 
to the, I didn't put this on our agenda, but um, so after I watched Emily in Paris, I got really inspired. I really wanted to just stay in France. I just loved the location. So I watched this French show called Call My Agent, which I highly recommend. It's like three seasons, um, much better than Emily in Paris, but the boss in Emily in Paris is in Call My Agent. Like, that's the, I'm sure the French acting circle isn't as big as us we have in Hollywood. So it was yeah. a nice little, um, you know, crossover event. But I, I do highly recommend that as well. All right. Wow. And that's on Netflix too? Yeah, that's on Netflix. Another Netflix show, which I have never watched, but I'd love to hear Praz talk about. Oh, Virgin River. Virgin River. The spinoff of Loyal River, Memphis's child with... <laughs> um, Virgin River, I joked that it was like a net- when I watched the first season, I was like, oh, it's a Netflix algorithm targeting me because I've watched Jane the Virgin and Riverdale. It's called Virgin River. and I. But then I watched it and I enjoyed it and I just season two just came out and so i um binged that as well it's like a corny show but it is um a little bit of i would say everwood if you ever watched that meets Mm -hmm. northern exposure if you ever watched that that's an old old one and everwood's i guess kind of old now too or um maybe like a heart of dixie it's about a, a nurse practitioner who goes to a small town um she gets hired as to be like the town's nurse practitioner and so she's working with this like grumpy old doctor who i actually think might have played the doctor or might have played a role in heart of dixie if you ever watched that show anyway that was a cw show that doesn't exist anymore uh i mean it exists so it doesn't it's over anyway it's uh the the girl okay i'm so bad with actors names because i just i don't generally care to look them up but um the girl who plays the nurse practitioner main one, she is on This Is Us, but she's not like main cast. This Is Us. She plays like this guy's childhood slash like he married her and then they get divorced. If you have ever watched This Is Us, she plays Kevin's like ex. Um, she's also she's the star of Virgin River, and then one of the doctors from a recent season of Grey's Anatomy plays like the main love interest guy mm-hmm. in the show. Um. I don't know his name either. He has an accent, I think, in real life. And on Virgin River, he doesn't. Um, it's like, you know, it's a small town, I think, in, like, northern California. that It's, like, called Virgin River. And stuff happens. And Are there murders? No. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, um, no. But in season two, there is, like, a death and a cover-up. And I don't want to say too much. Um, I think you guys would like it. It's, like a little bit corny but it's good it's better than like a it's better than like a lifetime or hallmark holiday movie in my opinion in terms of like the acting and the production value but it gives you that vibe of like oh small you know like you kind of just feel like it's like a warm bath mm-hmm. but there are some drama moments oh the lady who played the mom in smallville is in it if anyone watched smallville maybe not um hate her in the show she's so annoying <laughs> she's very annoying but other than that i love it and there's like it's like yeah it's a small town there's like gossipy old ladies you know and then there's like the young kids and so like in season two you get to see like a love story with some of these young kids and it's like this you know she's from la this nurse practitioner and so she's like getting in trouble for giving girls birth control and things like that oh. like you know it's cool and then she has her own drama about like why she had to escape LA and you learn about that. 
it's very it's sad there's you know listen honey we all have baggage of why we need to leave la so that's virgin river also on netflix check it out speaking of netflix (laughs) have you guys watched princess switch one and two yes i unfortunately seen one you've jill no princess switch switched again is uh-huh. honestly amazing okay, like i gotta watch okay, it for, you guys, for those who don't know in the princess switch universe vanessa hudgens stars <laughs> as like stacy from chicago and lady margaret from um belgravia and or no montanaro montanaro and montanaro, they're they're identical strangers blah 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 hijinks ensue mm. in the first one in the second one, they go back, and now it's uh, Lady Margaret is getting cor- coroned for um, it's her coronation, and um, she has a cousin, <laughs> Fifi slash Fiona, played famously by Vanessa Hudgens, a third <laughs> character. And so where is not- Fifi from? What? Where was Fifi She's- from? She's from Montanaro as well, but she oh, okay. like in Belgravia. Um, okay. So she has an accent? No, she, she kind of talks like she's from Beverly Hills. Oh, Maggie <laughs> Moo. Maggie Moo. They, I'm telling you, it is transcendent what Vanessa pulls off. She plays It's really three, good. She plays three different characters. Then she has to play those characters pretending to be the other characters. Mm-hmm. So she'll be Fiona Wait, pretending to be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, Jill, it is like um, in Parent Trap. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. So Lindsay Lohan had to play. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. She had to play pretending to be each other. That's yeah. what they do. Okay. That's why it's called Princess Switch. Um, at certain points throughout this the stories they they switch places and so yeah nick he's so right like vanessa i never i never watched high school musical i had only ever seen her in like spring breakers i'm sorry but she's like a very talented actress yes like, i can I, I cannot believe how good she is wow. in these movies yes it is insane like you're watching it and you're not even realizing it's her playing these characters and she has yes. to act off of herself I want to see the yeah. behind the scenes footage where there's like a tennis yeah. ball in her face. <laughs> Good for Vanessa. Yeah. It's, it's very British. It's like, you know, those magical imaginary countries in Europe where they everyone speaks perfect English <laughs> with British accents, but they're not in the UK. I was actually very offended because when I put closed captioning on to watch Switched Again for the second time, when I was making my brother and sister-in-law watch it, um, it says... In it says British accent, and I was like, "I'm sorry, sweetie, but my grandfather didn't lay down arms in the Montanaran independence movement of '75 to be called British." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. Do you think there's going to be a Princess Switch three? They're, they've already oh. confirmed it. I tweeted the writers to tell them how much I loved the oh, script right. okay, yeah. again. And um, they're like, thanks, blah, blah, blah. Because also, as you may know, I'm writing Christmas movies myself. Don't give away too much. You don't want to I'm not giving away the plot, but I just thought it would be cute for them when my films are the talk of the town next year, for them to be like, Nick Walsh, we know that name. He won (laughs) another 23 and he tweeted us. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, when you win Big Brother twenty three. Right. Um, so yeah. They said that they're going to make a third, but Vanessa said she's not going to play a fourth character. But that's wrong. She should get three salaries. Oh, I know. Yeah, true. Well, another, um, I would say, ingenue of our, the past, I don't know, maybe 10 years. I don't think I ever gave enough due to. I don't know if you feel you did, Nick, but, and Praz, I don't know if you watched this, but literally one of the best things I've watched is The Flight Attendant. It's it was so, entertaining. It's so good. Kaylee Kuoko. A I star. Do a know. true star. A true star. I didn't know she had it in her. I've used her as a punchline on many a time. No. was... I remember when we would all get together for Thanksgiving and she would host the like dog show that was happening that night. And I'd be like, this seems right. Oh, <laughs> my God. a revelation. She, she does great. She made me anxious. Every decision she makes <laughs> in that show gives me anxiety. She yeah. plays it with such this character that it's like humor, but also like sadness and yeah. addiction. Mm-hmm. And it is so fun. I loved like the first, uh, I basically loved every episode except for the finale. I really, really, really like that show a lot. It's so stylized and fun. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I thought it was going to be a hate watch. Yeah. Me too. And it ended up just being like, yeah, an enjoyable watch. I'm not like, I don't think it's like the best show ever, but I really, I enjoyed it. And yeah. um, I'm excited for like a second season for sure. Yeah. And I thought like the cast of characters also were really great. Another show I just wanted to recommend to everybody, and this is not just me being a company woman and standing for the new streaming service Peacock, but the, um, the reboot of Say by the Bell, I was very skeptical because I don't know how many of you know, but that's absolutely my favorite show of all time. Um, it is the culture that made me say culture is for me, that and the real world. Shout out to Lost Culture, mm-hmm. another pod. But um, I love Say by the Bell, so I was really nervous, but it's so just genuinely funny and good it's there are a lot of 30 rock writers on it so i think that's why like the jokes really land and it just it it's like modern and but it like pokes fun at the original and not in a way that you feel like it's taking advantage of it or hates it like i don't know it was just genuinely great and so and i think both of you would really like it a lot of people reached out to me when it came out asking if i had seen it and saying how good it was yeah, it's like I I was just genuinely surprised and really quite happy. So also, like, I have to give a shout out to Josie Tota, who is a complete star, um, absolutely the breakout star of the show. Um, she's also an executive producer. But what the show, like, and she's a really good example of it, what the show does really well is they modernize it by making it part of the storyline. Like, the whole plot of the show is that kids from this school, Douglas high that school gets shut down and they have to be like bust into Saved by the Bell and then they're the ones sort of questioning the privilege of the Saved by the, the Bayside kids but it's mm. so, it's like you get all it's really nice because you get this really lovely mix of diverse smart different types of characters um like that makes sense it doesn't feel forced in any way because they're actually like straight on addressing the fact that like Saved by the Bell was the whitest most ridiculous Mm. show in the entire world but it's like again it's not in a way that like makes you feel like oh um you're just shitting on the 30 year old show which like was how it was for a reason you know it was a different time but like they and oh so Josie is a trans actress and it's like part of her storyline but really in such a minuscule way like there's so much more to her character and things like that that I just again like I just have to give a shout out to the creators and writers because I thought they 
struck a really nice balance between like being a modern show and but still being funny. How many of the old people come back? Um, and in what capacity? So like cameos? So Slater and Jesse are in almost every episode. I think they are in every episode because they Is work at the school. No, she's like the guidance counselor. Okay. Hmm. Actually, it's funny. I was wondering why Belding, there must be some storyline or some behind the scenes story of why Belding doesn't make any sort they of. They don't appearance. like him. They do not oh, like, I don't him. like him. He's a creep. Oh, yeah. okay. Got it. So, in real life. Yeah. Got it. It makes sense. So, so and Jesse Screech. Spano. Yeah, Screech, I know. So, Jesse Spano is a guidance counselor. Uh, Slater is the like gym teacher. And then, so Zach is the governor of California, and his son is the main, is one of the main characters who goes to the school. So, he's in like two episodes and then he's married to kelly kapowski obviously love of his life so she's uh-huh. also one or two episodes and then um poor lark Voorhees, but she has like a 30 second cameo in one episode let me guess let me guess oh. this is how they did it because they made okay. such headlines about not inviting her back and then yeah. they made another headline about having her return does uh-huh. she pop up in like a youtube video that somebody's watching and is like i can't believe she went to our school um, no, but like it is a situation where she did not have to be on set to film it. No. We got rid of a ton of books recently. Like John got rid of like over 400 books and I also got rid of some of my books. And one of them was Behind the Bell by Dustin Diamond. Um, <laughs> donated. It was like the crappiest book I've ever read. It was hardcover, which I think is surprising, but it was like printed on xerox paper there were misspellings in it and he was just so bitter like when i read the book it was like he was clearly just so bitter about the fact that he wasn't like friends with the saved by the bell crew and like they weren't that nice to him and that he was like younger and got picked on but then he was like but i got a lot of pussy like (laughs) like, it was like him like going back and forth from being like a victim to being like i was hot shit and like girls wanted me even though i was the dork like, if anybody listening out there has had sex with oh. Dustin Diamond, I would love to hear it. I mean, I know also we'll keep like, you anonymous. We'll we'll like disguise yeah. your voice for the yeah. Oh, I met Dustin on set of. <laughs> Another thing I've been doing a lot of is listening to music, like so much music. Um, well, there's really like two things that I've been listening to. Okay, what are they? A- after seeing your Spotify wrapped, I feel like I know what they are. <laughs> it's, literally, <laughs> it's literally folklore and evermore are all I'm listening to right now. Um, but Swifty really jumped out. Here's the thing. Folklore will win album of the year. She is yeah, going to go totally down yeah. the street having three album of the year so far. It is the... It's it, it's a masterpiece. There's literally only one song I do not like, and that's Mad Woman. And but I don't discredit the album for it. Um, it's just it's perfect sonically. It it has so many layers to it. Like there's just it's beautiful. Evermore, I was like, Ugh, you know, like I was like, come on, don't ruin it. Like you've had such a great mm-hmm. year, and I was like, okay, I'll listen to it. And honestly, like it, I was like, okay, whatever. And now I keep listening and listening and there's certain songs that I absolutely love that I just keep listening to. Um, and so like, I'm just very grateful that we, you know, had these two albums. Not to shout out someone else, but I really um, enjoyed Ariana's surprise mm-hmm. album, part of surprise album because it really- a surprise album? 
Um, yes, it went number one. Um, anyways, but I did enjoy the Taylor, the Disney Plus. We're really plugging lots of um, services today, but I enjoyed the Taylor like uh, folklore long pond studio sessions that you can watch on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. it's on there. Yeah, it's like a concert. Um, but like it's just her and Jack Antonoff and the guy from the National, just like with a guitar, mm-hmm. very, like low key. I do know that Dolly Parton released a holiday album that I was super into. Um, is it and called, I was. Is it called a Holly Dolly Christmas? <laughs> it is. So the last things that I've actually watched are uh, really kind of helping me with my plan going into the Big Brother house. Ooh, wait! I want to hear. And it's the uh, both of them are documentaries about cult. So I love a document. I just finished a documentary about a cult. So continue. So this one I didn't finish, which was the Nexium one because it just oh, kept going. Yeah, not good. Uh, I, well, uh, I have a comment on that. Okay. Um, everybody, don't watch The Vow. Watch Seduced on Stars. I signed up for a week free trial on Stars. It's only four episodes. It's way better than The Vow. It gets to the That's point. I heard. Really good. Because you know, when I was watching The Vow, I was like, I don't understand. Like, what yeah. is. What yeah. are they complaining about? Oh, Nick boo-hoo. was ready to join Nexium. I know Nancy was going to get me. Nancy was. Go- I don't even know what happened to her. Is she still alive? Because yeah. I, if she had approached me with like career advice, I'd be like, "Sure, give me the sash." Um, and so there's that documentary, and then I watched the Heaven's Gate documentary, which is about the people who wanted to hop a ride on Hale Bop uh, in 1997. <laughs> And they all killed themselves. It's the largest mass suicide in LA. I mean, in the US. They all killed themselves. They suffocated themselves and wore the same Nikes. And in both, what I'm picking up though are ways of kind because you know I want to like be that manipulator, is that like cultish way of how to manipulate people. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, this is feeding into my strategy hard. I just um, love that you're taking um, inspiration from this cult where everybody ended up killing themselves. Yes, yes. This is like imagine, and I was like, "Boy, try being stuck in a house with Nick Walsh for three months." Um, and and here's a really good example that I've put into motion that I think helps illustrate how I will be the master manipulator. Okay. So as you know, I was gone for two months, and my friend Lori has been taking care of my plants. And while I was away. My other friend, Corey, had to come over and borrow something from my place. And when he was here, he was FaceTiming me. And he's like, what's with all the tin foil? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, shows me. Oh, he's like, girl. Lori had wrapped up all of my things, my paintings, my Wait, TV room in tin foil. Because oh, I always I always I'm played so, jokes oh, on her. So it. she was trying to get me back. So I was like. Oh, okay. Well, I know what will get her. I'm not going to acknowledge that I that uh, any control existed. <laughs> so I actually, um, you know, I told her I was getting back on December 31st because I wanted her to come back to my place one more time so I could scare her. Um, but she texted me today and she's like, "Oh, I'm not going to come." And I was like, oh, "Okay." So. I also discovered that she put red food coloring in my like cha- on my shower. So that when I turned it on, it looked like blood. I'm good for Lori. Lori, oh, oh god, I'm like dying right now. So wait, so, Nick, you're gonna leave this in the pot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is all okay. building to me being something. So yeah. I'm like, 
oh, okay, that's kind of funny, but also like whatever. So I discovered this all like on Sunday night. It's now Wednesday. And I tell her like, she doesn't have to come and water my plants. And she's like, did you like your gifts? And I was like, oh, I was like, are you the one who left this little Swedish Santa on my coffee table? Because for some reason she left that. I was like, I thought my cleaning lady did that. And she was like, no, I did. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. And she's like, but what about your other gifts? And I was like, what, the dead plant? Yeah, thanks a lot. And she was like, you're just not going to do it. You're not going to give me the satisfaction, are you? And I was, like, I, have, I was like, I really don't know what you're talking about. And so I call her, I FaceTime her, and she's like, you're doing this on purpose. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what did you do? And she's like, she's like, you know what I did? She's like, I wrapped everything in tinfoil. I was like, when? And I was like, there's nothing here. And she was like, I'm the only person who's been to your place. And I said, no, my cleaning lady came yesterday. <laughs> and I planted that seed by saying, oh, did my cleaning lady leave that Santa? Uh. And it was like, wait are you serious? I'm like, yeah, she like, I wanted it to be clean when I got back. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I wrapped everything in tin foil and like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, uh, okay. I was like, that's hysterical. I was like, do you have any photos? I was like, did you wrap my bed? Did you do my TV like playing into it? And she's like, no, I'm so sad. She's like, I finally had access to get you back. And then she's like, and I did something else, but the cleaning lady probably got that too. She's like, you're kidding. Aren't you? You're just messing with me. You don't want to give me the satisfaction. I'm like, no, like, I'm serious. Like, there's nothing here. Like, look, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so I was like giving myself a pat on the back for being like a really good original gaslighter. I was going to say, we're just gas. It's gaslighting 101, literally. Yeah, I know. But like, I have been gaslighting. You're good at that. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I'm really, really good at it. And so I am going to come clean and be like, and and eventually tell her, but I'm waiting because she, tomorrow her boyfriend's picking her up and I want her to like, be like, oh, Nick's cleaning lady, but I'm not, because she, she it's it's like, she thinks that I'm lying, but she can't right. prove it. Okay. And so that just drives her crazy even more, right. which I think is amazing. Um, I don't, I don't know how to say this. But uh, one, I'll hold the pod until she knows the truth. No, no, no. You but, can, yeah, like she's listening. No, yeah, right. you can put it, put it out. Okay. So she does think that you're. Oh, did she okay. say? I know. Yes, I know. I knew about all of it, Nick. And I, I yeah. have to admit, I don't want you to be mad. Don't be mad. I was not really involved, but she did solicit advice from me oh. and a couple people wait wait you gotta give here's the thing i'm not mad at all i think it's funny but was she yeah. like oh my god nick's cleaning lady ruined it okay okay no i'm gonna go back to the beginning the oh my god this is so good oh my god you're getting something that never happened me not knowing i might <laughs> but i might have to cut some of this i feel bad okay october 30th we messaged and said so nick left me a key to water his plants while he's back east this is my moment to prank the shit out of him uh so i said hmm you could wrap everything like a christmas present you i don't remember this being my idea um i i'm really sorry i said you could put dye in the shower head so when he 
I don't know if he has photos up, but you could replace all pics of him with Chris Colfer from Glee. These are just off the top of my head. <laughs> um, oh my god. She said, I was thinking of wrapping everything in tinfoil. Um, Is it just a text between you two? No. I, oh. Do I want to out the other no, people? No, don't out the person. This is very funny. Go on. You don't have to tell okay. me the other person. But here's the thing. I just okay. want you to know 100%. I don't care. I think it's very funny. Okay. And I love it even – I love the fact that you're involved. I know. This is so funny. Oh, I said Jill might have ideas too, but I don't know if we can trust her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> now the truth really comes out. Oh, <laughs> uh, okie press. Okie dokie. Wow. <laughs> no, I just meant like the, the Corey thing comes into play later and right. and – um and that was kind of like what i was thinking yeah 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 that you might be like just like that you would maybe whatever Corey did um she said my boyfriend said he'd subtly photoshop me into every photo like i'll be in the background of the lady gaga pic and i said yes you need to do that get another canvas printed but with your your face like hiding somewhere in the background and like the original because that might i said that's a I said it's le- it's a less obvious. I said you need to have a decoy prank that is like the obvious prank, like wrap everything in tinfoil. But then she should have replaced your canvas, and maybe you wouldn't have even noticed that for like a month. I like, never would have noticed. Door. That's so right. funny. The- but she didn't do it. Wait, Nick, how did you notice the thing in the shower? I went to take a shower. No, actually, Dude, I don't I turn the water had, on. She there was a drop of blood fake blood <laughs> in the bathtub oh, that had oh. fallen and i was like oh got, it. got it and got then it. i was like let me guess and then i flushed the toilet and it was red and oh, like, <laughs> oh my god you can't get me no you really can't go on prad i someone had suggested removing all of your light bulbs from your place um yeah, and i said yeah that. actually he has very high ceilings and surely no ladder so that would be really annoying <laughs> like to get home and not be able to see anything i said i said again i said i really think recreating the gaga canvas print with your face of you hidden in the background would be great yeah. um and she's like oh how much effort would that take which i think is crazy because i think less effort than yeah, than doing all the dye and wrapping i know yeah um so then she sent a video that's so funny um and then someone said oh that's great it's the right amount of inconveniencing and shouldn't prompt revenge and then <laughs> yeah like he's uh, gonna have revenge always Lori's like he is owed 800 pranks she said that earlier from all the times you've pranked her and snuck up on her and scared yeah. her um she's so then she had said which i didn't realize um I should have helped her out with this. She said she wanted to hide in your house when you get back and record your reaction. I said, well, he just told me he's not coming back till the end of December. Um, and I told and her then, December 31st. Right. right. Yeah. So, so, lied to her. <laughs> so yeah, because so then here's what happened. Okay. Oh. Uh, um, Cause I didn't know you told Lori a different day. So I said, so dot, 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 he's home. And she wrote, Oh my God. And he told me the 31st and uh, I said, he hasn't mentioned the pranks. And she goes, that little witch. And then 
she texted today, I have terrible news. His maid came and allegedly cleaned up everything. Um, and someone said, that is absolutely devastating. It's the final blow of 2020. Um, and then Lori says, I feel like he's pulling my leg and there's no way she found the red dye in the toilet. He doesn't want to give me the satisfaction, yeah. but he did FaceTime me and show me that his apartment and there was no foil. Oh my God. That is so funny. Nick, how are you going to tell her? I, now I don't think I will. Now that it's been a whole plan, okay. I, that she, I don't think I'll ever give her the satisfaction, okay. but I'll, it'll so, be on the pod. And if she listens, cool. she'll listen. But okay. okay. So before she was like, oh no, Cor- I think Corey. Okay. <laughs> on December 15th, she texted me. I just realized Corey came over to Nick's to borrow a mixer or something and saw all my aluminum foil. I hope he didn't tell. And I said, ha, 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 oh, no. And then I said, well, Nick didn't say anything to me today when I talked to him. And she said, I'm sure Corey was like, what the heck? And I, and then yesterday she texted me because when I said you were back, he, she goes, what did he say? Does he hate me? And I said, no, he hasn't said anything at all. That's why I asked. Did he say anything to you? And she goes, no, he told me he wasn't home until the 31st, that little liar. But he doesn't want to give us the satisfaction of mentioning the pranks. And I said, must have changed his flight. And then I go, yeah, prop. But I was not involved, LOL. And, and she goes, haha, nope, this was all me. Oh, Although I love that my, it was my idea about the red dye. I don't remember that being my idea. Um, and then, let's see. I said, he had to have noticed, right? I said, I wonder if Corey warned him about any of it. Um, and then she's like, I, I said, maybe he thinks Corey did it. And she says, hmm, I feel like it has me written all over it. Uh, so funny. John said he's definitely trying to not give you the satisfaction. And she said, 1,000%. He probably doesn't even want me to know he's home. And I said, yeah, don't tell him I told you, LOL. And she said, oh, no, I am playing dumb. And I said, wait, how can we double cross him? I mean, you. <laughs> and then she sent me that gif of Phoebe being like, they don't know that we know that yeah. we no wonder she was like i was like when are you coming to water my plants and she's like oh i don't know if i need to and i was like are you going to say goodbye to the plants and she said i told him i needed to water his plants like do i text him tomorrow because to me he's coming back the 31st and i said i didn't mean to blow up his spot i was just thinking you would have heard a reaction he really doesn't want people to know he's home so he's waiting till 12 31 to react and then she goes, he never wants me to have the satisfaction. He can torture me forever. And then she said, he is playing dumb so hard. And I said, oh, he's trying to lure you over. And she said, oh, he tried, but I was not having it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is hysterical. So when Corey showed me the tinfoil, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was like, I'm going to tell Lori the wrong date so that I can scare her. I planned this like three weeks ago. And like my brother's wife was like, have fun scaring your friend. Like when I left. (laughs) And um, so I've been like, haven't told anybody. I haven't posted. Like I didn't even post Nick Drink Coffee until today, even though I've been back since Monday. Um, And the whole reason why, the whole reason why was because I wanted I wanted to lure her over. Man. Yeah. Wow. And she wanted, yeah, I had told her she needs to plan a double cross type thing. Like, ugh. yeah, that I is hysterical. But this is what's so funny is the fact that I was try, like, that she 
she thinks I was not reacting because I was mad. And then also she thinks that I gave her like, like the whole plan of me giving her the wrong date was so that I could scare her, not anything else. But what do I say now? I can't be like, I have to tell her. No, you don't say anything. No, don't say anything. no I don't. You don't even bring it up. Yeah. But now it's on the pod that you. Well, yeah. But who's your allegiance to? Oh. oh Why didn't you tell me about like, oh, I'm going to. I didn't know you were involved. Yeah, I didn't know about any of this. I didn't know about the tinfoil. I didn't know about any of it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna tell you, Jill, like to give to get idea. We were gonna solicit well, ideas. Had some bad ideas that, and What's I also so don't. Funny? It's like Nick's not. It's not because he's always gonna have revenge in his eyes. <laughs> so that's why burned. I told her the whole time. I said, "But I'm not involved." Like I told right. her that. I was like, right. "But I'm not doing any of this." And like, here's my thing. I was though. like, even if Corey had not told me, I would have come home and been like, "Oh, haha," and done the same exact thing I yeah I the only that. difference is I would have told her oh I'm coming home you don't have to water my plants because really so when only- are you gonna tell her are you not ne- you're never gonna tell her that no you- now that I know that this is a whole like but this tri- is only gonna be on the podcast you think she's never gonna listen gonna listen it's so I was literally gonna be like oh Lori you know uh, blah blah blah, but no, I think it's so funny. It is so good. I think it, the only thing that she could have done is like, because if none of the tin the tinfoil or Corey thing had happened, she might have known when you were coming home, and she could have stayed and scared you. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I just so it's really funny that she knew that I was home, and that this morning I was like, "Hi, sweetie, are you still coming?" <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because you both or you didn't know she knew but she knew but oh she was oh it's, it's this is so I feel very stuck in the middle and i don't like it one bit so funny and of course you were like nick's home <laughs> no I didn't know you were hiding that from people. Yeah. You would send me Instagram stuff. So I didn't know. So I just said, so dot, 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 he's home. Yeah, no, like, I, was hear about the like, I was only hiding it from her because yeah, I Yeah, I didn't know. So you should have told me, hey, don't tell fucking people I'm home because. I didn't know you. You, you even had Lori's number. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is too much. I this can't. Hysterical. Praz, what was your face like when I was talking about this on the pod? I I was just like, oh no, how do I get out of this one? And then I was like, I'm complaining. And then I was like, no, because I want to. I'll want to tell Lori the truth. So I mean, I have to give her credit because she knew pretty much that you're. She knows you're fucking with her, but it's yeah, okay. But she can't it's never, it and that's the best. Except if she listens so, to the pod. It's also like it's not even like she knows, but she doesn't. Like she is going to. It's going to drive her crazy, and I love that. So with that and the two documentaries, like there's there's got to be like some books out there about cults or like, so you want to make a cult? Like, I think that that is absolutely going to influence my strategy going into the house of like trying to get people to do group activities and like isolate them. Oh, one of the things that they did in um, in Heaven's Gate is they all got new names. So Mm -hmm. I'll be like, 
oh my god you guys wouldn't it be so funny like if we like came up with new names for each other because then it strips you of your personal identity <laughs> you know what you should really study um is multi-level marketing companies oh, yeah. like pyramid schemes because they really bring in a lot of those cult things in a way that's like you feel like you're getting something like, yeah. uh, I mean, obviously in the cult, you feel like, Oh, I'm bettering myself or enlightening or whatever it is. But with the multi-level marketing, they convince you that like, this is a good decision for you. And this is a smart business decision. Yeah. I love it. Oh, wow. What an update you guys. Um, we're really closing out 2020 with a bang, but uh, oh, this is my, my last, I'm going to leave you with this. Jill. Yes. Who is Hilaria Baldwin? Oh my God! Oh God! I can't. Is she a real housewife? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's, that's a great way to end it. That's a great way to end it. Well, should old acquaintance be forgot? Listen, guys, love potting. We'll be back in January for an update, I'm sure. Um, and you know, tell us what you loved about this episode. And if there's anything we didn't watch that you think we should watch, uh, let us know. Otherwise. Um, go with God. God is good. Um, and uh, three miles down the street from the Big Brother house, I'm Nick. I'm Press. And I'm Jill. No more Julie saying. So good night.